What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Justin JLB this is Raw and Order Snap Judgments and we are going to be doing this Smackdown review before I do get to that though I would just like to inform you that Raw and Order Snap Judgments is brought to you by the Tatnus Code Network you can find such great podcasts such as In the Dice Box Slam with of course Nyla Rose is featured on there and other great podcasts like uh Basement Bullshit, uh, Carpool Shenanigans, and so many more. They keep adding more podcasts, and I keep forgetting a lot of the names, so you should just keep on checking their website for more other podcasts there. Of course, Raw In Order is there as well, so you can check them out at tatnisco.com, and, uh, you know, of course, give them, uh, give those other shows a listen, see what you like, and then also go on to their respected social medias and so on and so forth to subscribe to them as well that is that and uh, we are going to get to the smackdown review as this smackdown review or rather this smackdown episode is a tribute to the undertaker of course if you've been living under a rock the past week you would have saw that on last ride the undertaker somewhat announced his retirement so the Undertaker essentially said that it was his last ride and uh, he's going to retire. Although he did hint that if Vince does ask him to come back, he maybe might just do so for a one-time thing, which pretty much he's been doing already. So take that as you will. But SmackDown has actually uh, made a tribute show to The Undertaker. And that's how pretty much it starts off. It starts off with a video package for The Undertaker. And it shows all of his highlights when he started uh, in Survivor Series 1990. When he came out when Ted DiBiase introduced him and so on and so forth. So that was pretty cool. And initially at this point I thought it was just going to be nothing but The Undertaker stuff. And there wasn't going to be really any matches. The reason why I thought that is because recently... As soon as like three days ago, we've heard that there have been announces of people testing positive at the Performance Center for COVID-19. And there were a few reports saying that it was more than just a few staffers. There was actually a couple dozen people who tested positive. There's also rumors going around that apparently the WWE is upset and might consider firing a lot of people. This is all still rumors, though. We don't actually know. But oh and behold, they actually did a full-on show. So after the video montage of The Undertaker, by the way, if you want to know the date, it's November 22nd, 1990, Survivor Series, where The Undertaker first came out and he was in a Survivor Series matchup. I can't recall all the participants, but I know the Hart Foundation was in it. Uh, he was against them, and uh, it shows that he dominated there. I'm actually going to go back to that match and watch it. I'm going to go through a whole Undertaker collage of matches because I uh, definitely want to uh, check that out. I tend to only do what I tend to only do this when people retire, but I feel like maybe a lot of people do that. Anywho, 
Uh, we do see Corbin in the ring. He says Taker is an old bag of bones and just a shell of what he used to be. He talks about how uh, Taker uh, was just sheltered from the McMahon family and how with the Kiss My Ass Club, Taker was the founding member. He mentions that he lasted 30 years because he was coddled and protected from the McMahon family. And The Undertaker has been holding superior athletes uh, like himself down and taking away the spotlight from the newer wrestlers. Says he wants to uh, leave. He says he wants to leave Mark Calloway with one thought, and that was you suck. Everything was good until the you suck line. I thought that was weird, but it is what it is. Baron Corbin, still an amazing heel. Whether you like him or not, whether you like him or hate him, you gotta just hate him to like him. Um, And so Jeff Hardy, though, does come out and attacks Corbin. Jeff Hardy says that Taker uh, should be on the Mount Rushmore four times, and he does challenge Corbin later on. So for the main event, we are gonna get Jeff Hardy versus King Corbin. After that, we do get Sasha and Banks to uh, come to commentary as they are going to watch the next matchup that is up, which is going to be for the tag team number one contendership. So we have Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross versus Dana Brooke and Lacey Evans. This match was fun. This match was cool. A lot of back and forth. Um, Yeah, a a, a lot of back and forth here. Excuse. Excuse me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I forgot. It's true. For some reason, I messed that up. It's actually a fatal four-way. Okay? It's a fatal four-way match as it's Bliss versus Nikki versus Dana Brooke versus Lacey Evans for the World for world Heavyweight Championship for the Women's Championship on SmackDown. So this is against Bailey's belt uh, for Extreme Rules. And this match was pretty fun. Um, you know, everyone goes against each other. We even saw Nikki Cross go against Alexa Bliss in a friendly manner. Ultimately, Nikki Cross does pin Lacey Evans to get the win. Fun little match. I absolutely still love Sasha and Bailey on um, on the announced team. It's always good times. Um, after that, we do got New Day and Lucha House Party versus The Miz, uh, Miz and Morrison, and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, a few things I liked about the, this match was the big splash that uh, Big E did to The Miz outside the ring. I thought that was cool and a little bit innovative, kind of dangerous, but uh, he did well. And man, Grand Metalik, his sunset bomb to Morrison was just absolutely crazy. This guy is a phenomenal wrestler. They really should put more into a Grand Metalik because this guy is just, his moonsaults are crazy. Really awesome. And uh, really enjoyed this match as well. This match might be the match of the night. There were only three, four matches though, but certainly this match was a good time. Next up, we got a we got a Corbin segment here, Baron Corbin segment. Corbin says that uh, Jeff Hardy should follow Taker in retiring. Says that Jeff uh, has um, Jeff having Undertaker as a mentor has gotten him nowhere, and that uh, he will certainly see him later on tonight and prove that he's just washed up as he's always been. Um, you know, Corbin's just awesome like that. 
Uh, interesting how they're doing that. I wonder why they're not continuing the whole Seamus thing. Maybe perhaps Seamus was one of the people that tested positive. I, I don't know, but we don't see Seamus throughout the entire show. So we definitely don't know what's going on there. Um, then we got a Braun Strowman segment. So, of course... Uh, Braun Strowman segment. So, of course, um, you know, uh, we got basically Braun Strowman coming out, talking about Bray Wyatt. Uh, Says when he first met Wyatt, he felt that there was fear there when he met them at the swamp. He says when he first met Wyatt, he talks about them being like a a snake that bit Wyatt and bit Wyatt's face. And all Bray Wyatt was doing was laughing. Strowman said that's when uh, when that happened, Bray would just laugh and he knew that he was dealing with the devil and says that parts of him was still evil like back in the day and that he wants to go back to the swamp with Bray and that one of two things is going to happen. Either he's going to get evil again or he's going to get satisfaction of demolishing Bray Wyatt and then he weirdly just laughs like Bray. Um, nice little segment. Would have loved to have seen Bray Wyatt, though. Um, I do hope Braun Strowman kind of gets onto the bad side and maybe joins Bray Wyatt again or something like that. I don't know. I I, li- I like where this is kind of going. It's kind of cool. But at the same time, well, I guess they're going to obviously do a, a title match. And uh, we'll see what happens there. Because honestly, I feel weird as Braun Strowman as the champion. Like, I like that it happened, but it's just at a weird time and nothing's really going on. So, I don't know. I just find it is pretty weird there. Um, And then, yeah, and then we basically got the main event, which is Jeff Hardy versus Baron Corbin. Uh, This match is pretty decent. Uh, Eventually, at some point, we get all the good wrestlers coming, or all the face wrestlers, rather, coming out to the ring to support Jeff Hardy. And uh, this match just... actually, This match was pretty good, too. I don't know if it's it's between this match uh, being the match of the night to the... um, to the uh, to the eight man tag, it's 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 uh, it's between those it's between those two for sure. Uh, but this match was pretty awesome. I'm still going with the tag match, by the way. Uh, this match was pretty good though. Um, it was really enjoyable. I like the fact that all the wrestlers were outside of the ring. I think it maybe helped it out because before the wrestlers came out, the match was whatever kind of subpar. Uh, but decent enough. Baron Corbin hits his deep six on Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy does kick out. Eventually, he gets enough momentum. He tries to do the twist of faith a few times. Unfortunately, that doesn't work. Eventually, though, he does get the Swan Tom bomb on Baron Corbin, and then all the, and then a few of the wrestlers come to the ring and start beating on Baron Corbin after the match. Uh, so Jeff Hardy wins, obviously, and then a few wrestlers do come in. Braun Strowman gives uh, uh, Baron Corbin his finisher. Big E comes out and does the same, and then all of the rest, uh, all all of those wrestlers do uh, cheer and go on the turnbuckle and so on. We see um, a picture of the Undertaker on the Titantron, and Jeff Hardy does basically mimics the Undertaker with going on one knee in the urn and so on. So, 
pretty decent SmackDown, I guess. Um, it felt really quick, which I guess it means it went by, uh, it did its job, and there was a lot of stuff that happened. Um, yeah, and it was a good time. It, it was it was a fun SmackDown, I guess. Uh, you know, they did a lot with, they did do a lot with, um, you know, I guess Jeff Hardy. It's weird to me, though, that Sheamus wasn't there. There was something there. And then Jeff Hardy being like the the, the taker's mentor kind of thing. I felt that was weird. Maybe they could have used someone else, perhaps. For it to be Jeff Hardy was weird. I felt like Jeff Hardy never considered Undertaker as a mentor. You know what I mean? Like, I thought that was just really weird. Um, I know, obviously, everybody respects him. But I just thought it was really random. And, um, yeah, I guess they didn't know who else to use, but, uh, it was certainly pretty weird. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, doesn't really matter necessarily, but they, uh, everybody was on the ramp clapping at the beginning of the SmackDown. Um, just, I guess, worth noting, you know, even the heels and so on, just out of respect. Um, you know, the guy had a 30 year career, man. The Undertaker had a 30 year career. Certainly a long time. He's had so many good matches. Even, you know, in the, within the last, what, 10 years, he's had some pretty decent matches. So, you know, kudos to the guy's career. Maybe Baron Corbin is kind of right in terms of McMahon coddling because they do have a good relationship. But no, you can't say that. They, they, he's done his own thing, essentially. However, the last 10 years, though, he really hasn't been wrestling full time. Um, He's, he's, he's an old guy, though. I wonder how old he is, actually. Let me just check that out. So because, obviously, I'm doing SmackDown now, I usually like to do it a little bit later so I get the ratings. Uh, that isn't happening, though. I am currently checking The Undertaker's age. He's 55. So he would have been 45, 10 years ago. Still old, man. That's not, uh, that's not nuts. He's no spring chicken. All right? He's definitely no spring chicken, and you know he's he's done a lot of things. I don't know how I feel about necessarily the Boneyard match being his last, but it was a decent match, to say the least. And I mean, 30 years—you're never gonna get that, you know, going out match uh, that you wanted. Essentially, when you left your coat and hat in the ring, that was probably a good way to end it. And I'm sure at the time he did think he was done. Um, but that's why you just kind of never say never, uh, or, you know, you really just hang it up like HBK did, I guess. Then he had a match like six years later, but you know, it's hard. And I get it. It's hard. I'm sure the feeling of, you know, having all those fans there and everyone chanting your name, it's gotta be hard for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, SmackDown was decent. SmackDown was good. Um, you know, a great tribute to Taker in that regard. And I really don't know what else to say about the schmackadown. Um, but yeah, I think Raw though was a little bit better. I mean, the whole uh, Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax thing was pretty awesome on Raw. But I mean, if you want to hear about Raw, you can listen to the Raw recap. SmackDown was decent enough as is. We'll see what's going to happen with this whole COVID cases and these rumors of happening. Um, 
of apparently people backstage, Vince McMahon himself being really upset and considering like firing everybody. That sounds really weird, but it also sounds like something Vince can do. Uh, maybe now he'll just sell WWE to Saudi Arabia just to cut his losses kind of thing. I don't know. We shall see. I don't want to be the rumor reel here, um, but that is that. And of course, with the speaking out, uh, the hashtag speak out, speaking out, um, you know, a lot of a lot of wrestlers are getting called out on certain sexual harassments and so on. Keith Lee actually um, mentioned a story of his when he was out karaoke and he was actually drugged. So, you know, it, it, it doesn't. And he was sexually assaulted, essentially, because he said he woke up in some hotel room and. Uh, you know, it's just it's just crazy and it just goes to show you, you know, it's not just a woman thing um, You know, we're always told to maybe hold the women are always told to hold on to their drinks and so on and so forth But it's not a woman thing. You should just always do that um, You know in that case with Keith Lee um, You know, he said he got a someone ordered him a drink and he he politely declined her uh, wanting to you know further their relationship outside the bar and he's like no he politely declined and she offered him a drink for apologies and then he says he woke up the next morning um naked uh, essentially in a hotel room so the drink seemingly was spiked and it just goes to show you keep your drink near you folks never let it if you're going to the bathroom bring it to the bathroom with you all right yeah put it on the sink or wherever you put it on the sink handle there, whatever, and you keep it there, you do your business, then you grab the drink and you bounce. That's, well, go back. You know, um, that is that, and that is my PSA, public service announcement. Always keep your drink on hand. Never let it out of your sight. Easier said than done. If you have to let it out of your sight, just drink the drink and then get another one when you come back or something. Because uh, stories like that is always super crazy to me. And uh, people are uh, really mean. So, you know, be careful. And there's really a lot of creeps out there. So certainly be careful. But that is that. I am going to be digressing now. Um, but this speaking out movement uh, certainly is, um, is an is a eye-opener for sure. And it's just crazy the amount of people. Uh, you know, Joey Ryan... Uh, also was fired from impact for sexual uh, sexual harassment allegations and assault allegations there's just a lot of people uh, definitely uh, go read them Jim Cornette has been called that Jim Cornette and his wife has been called out it's a whole crazy thing anyways this is not a rumor reel uh, this is the Smackdown review snap judgments and I'm gonna rate it if I had to rate it I'd give it uh, you know a 3.6 out of 5 I guess uh, it was a pretty decent Smackdown it went uh, It went fluidly in that regard and I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it um, Interesting to see what's gonna happen next week though in that regard, but that is it guys That's my Smackdown review like it hate it rate it like share subscribe do what you can to stay survive Hope you're practicing social distancing. You're washing those hands and you're wearing that mask and uh, that's that's my story, kids, and I'm sticking to it. You want to follow me? You can follow me at JLB420 on Twitter. Real Talk Radio is the brand at Real Talk Radio 8. Of course, you can follow me at anchor.fm slash RTR. 
Thank you guys so much. I hope you have enjoyed the review. If you would like other reviews of certain other things, feel free to comment wherever you see this. All the links and stuff like that will be on the doobly doos, which there's a shirt, by the way, at uh, spreadshirt at rawandorder.com. Uh, spreadshirt.rawandorder. It will be on the doobly doos for the spreadshirt stuff. So, Thanks, guys, for listening. This has been your SmackDown review. That is it. That is all. Ciao for now.